Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option, if you're doing fertility or IVF, can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say. Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. <laughs> you know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. I got approved to try a round of IVF. Not try. We're doing it. We're doing it. I'm sorry. I'm very excited. Um, and I'm sure you're thinking to yourself, what do you mean by approved? Like, what does that mean? Anybody can do a round of IVF. Anybody can do a round of IVF. You are absolutely correct. But for those of you who have been following my crazy baby journey to have number two, even number one, because I'm sure as many of you who have been here a long time know, my very first pregnancy was a rare 
molar pregnancy that even rarer turned into a gestational cancer. And I had to have like five rounds of methotrexate shots. And uh, finally, you know, thank God everything was great. And then I had to wait six months. And then after six months to the day, I got pregnant with my healthy son, KJ. Yay. All right. Well, here we are. February is my birthday month. I am turning 42 this month. So IVF is tough when you're over 40. It is. I have learned so much on this journey. I tell you, I just want to make a little disclaimer here as we get into it today, because we have a lot to cover on TSFS today. My IVF, I've been approved. I'll tell you what I'm going to do it, the drugs I'm taking. I got to do a little recap of the Grammys, if you missed that on Sunday night. And then I finished Britney Spears' book, The Woman in Me, baby. I'll tell you if I recommend it. Um, but I I, I got approved. IVF, the dirty secret about this whole IVF world that I'm learning. Ugh. There's a lot of dirty secrets. I'm very disheartened by this industry. One, it's not regulated and it needs to be. That's another story. Um, but it, what you realize when you start looking at SARTS.org, which is a public website, over 40, the success rate for IVF is very, very low. Why is that? Well, it just, you know, just age, age. Have your babies before 40 is the bottom line, really. Um, But once 40 is more, like they always say 35 is like the cutoff. What I've learned is more like 40. 40 is like really when everything takes a dive. But um, I have, this is my fourth IVF doctor that I'm on. I am KJ Schman and I are heading to outside San Francisco at the end of February because Thanks to many amazing referrals and people that I've talked to because of this podcast, and that's why I want to share this knowledge with you or any friend that's getting ready to do IVF, you really should check into the clinic's success rates based on your age. And then also you should do your research of if that clinic is really ethical and are they are they kind of manipulating those numbers or are those numbers truthful? Um, And a lot of times, a lot of IVF clinics, especially for women over 40, and I may end up doing egg donor. I don't know. Praying that this works. I want your prayers that this works. But may end up doing egg donor if it's not. But I mean, I... The IVF clinic I went to right before this wouldn't even run my blood work to see if I was like a candidate for IVF and just said, oh, you you should do a $60,000 egg donor. Just move on, move on. Um, now sometimes they do that. I'm not saying my clinic did that or, or not. I'm just saying some of these clinics, because they are judged and assessed on their success rates, are telling women just go to IVF, go to I or go to egg donor, go to egg donor, because it has a much higher success rate. You need to do your own research. I say that all the time on this podcast. I do research before I take on a sponsor for this show. Um, And then I try to always pick sponsors that I use personally. I like, I like their reputation. They have a good reputation, but you should do your own research because even though I like a certain doctor or a certain person, they may not click for you. So... What it means to be approved for my IVF process is when I went to this clinic finally, which has a very high um, ethic, very they're very well regarded in their ethics, okay? That's how I got to them. And they also have the highest success rate for women 42 years old doing IVF in the state of California. Um, I'd said to the doctor, I said, okay, how do you, like, what are my chances of this working and what are indicators? And she said, the best indicators are your AMH and your FSH. And we will run a hormone panel. We will run a um, thyroid panel. These are all things that if you're thinking about doing IVF at any age, you should know those numbers because they can be big indicators 
in determining the success of your IVF. Now, of course, what you find out is your hormone levels change month to month based on stress, based on weight gain, loss. You know, there's there's lots of factors, but it gives them like a snapshot in that month of, hey, what would the success rate be? So I said to her, I want you to be honest. This is a $24,000, you know, investment I'm getting ready to make. I want to know if I have a decent shot of this working. So she said, we're going to run these hormones. My AMH was 1.31. My FSH was 10. Um, Thyroid was good, but I think they said they like to see it – I guess when we do the transfer, when I get healthy eggs and we do the transfer, I think they want to see it in a little bit better position. So I'm not sure if that means I'll be on thyroid medication. I think it's underactive because that seems to run in my family. My mom's been on thyroid medication for years and years. So we're going to cross that bridge when we get there. But she, the doctor said, look, I like these numbers, right? Because what happens is your AMH is an indicator of how many egg follicles you have. And, you know, if it's under one, that can be really low for a lot of women. And, you know, 1.31 isn't like extremely high either. You know, when I was looking at egg donors, like some of them have a two something, have a three, I mean like fives, like they have, they have like a lot of eggs. And then, of course, the other thing can happen where you can have like a, an, a, an AMH of like 20 something, which can be indicative of PCOS. All right, but she said, you know what? These numbers are good. You have eggs. Let's give it a go. So I said, all right, let's do it. Now, everything is a gamble. This is why I'm like, I'm asking for your prayers humbly. I I try to always like pray for other people more than I ask for prayers myself, but I really pray that this works. Um, And so I have started my um, routine. And I I have to thank, I have a dear friend, TK, that that probably some of you know, because she's been a friend of mine since my radio days she's been going through IVF she um I don't want to tell her story because she 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 wants to tell her own but but she um has helped me so much and she would say things to me like you need to know your your protocol you need to know if these clinics use human growth growth hormone do they use um a xylot wash on sperm which helps the sperm like attract to the egg and impregnate the egg she really she sent me everything she has done and I, I'm glad I did because I asked this clinic and they said yes they didn't volunteer this information by the way they didn't say like oh yeah we use human growth hormone on you to like grow more eggs or we'll use this silot wash you have to ask for these things and then they're like yes this is why we would use them or not use them so I, I you got to do your research that's what I'm finding in this fucking business it's crazy it's crazy um but I started my estradiol, um, which helps with your uterus, like your lining. Uh, make sure that's in the right place, the right um, level of thickness um, to get everything going. So that's started. And then I will start on my glonal F and my um, menopore. Uh, and then I'll move on to my human growth. And we are scheduled to, I'm like starting all the drugs February 15th. And then we're scheduled for the retrieval the week of February 22nd in there. So I'd love your good vibes and your prayer that all goes well. And I'm giving it right back to any IVF warrior woman that is out there listening to this. I just tell you, I hope it works. I've done a fucking ton of research and talked to people that run businesses. And in fact, uh, because of this amazing transparent conversation, we have a brand new sponsor to the Sarah Fraser Show that I'm going to tell you about. Um, that is a is a sperm bank where you can buy ethical sperm, where you know where it comes from, you know the sperm donor, 
And more and more couples, whether male infertility or if it's um, a lesbian couple who want to have a child, are looking for high-quality sperm where they know that the sperm they're getting hasn't fathered 250 other children, which happens in this unregulated business. So again, do your own research for sure. Ask around, talk to a lot of people, call girlfriends, and I'm grateful for every single, oh my God. And I have to shout out, there's an awesome doctor, the Egg Whisperer. She's incredible. She's given me so much great advice. And I didn't even realize, this is another story, I'm so upset, because the Egg Whisperer, follow her on Instagram, she's going to be on my podcast, she's super high regarded. She gives a lot of advice to the point, I didn't know that she actually takes on IVF patients until I'd already started down my path with this other doctor in San Francisco. But she's incredible. So she's another one. And she like gets right back to you. She's like so ethical about doctors. I mean, I would I would see her too in San Francisco, 110%. She's unbelievable. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply 
of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. So there you go. I've loved all your advice. And by the way, thanks to you women, like you guys are the ones in my DMs. This is what worked for my IVF. This is who I know that did an egg donor. This is what they looked for in an egg donor. Without you guys and my friends and and like the experts that I've talked to, I would never be in this position. So if I can give this back to somebody listening, like I am so grateful to do it. Um, I mean, you guys have just given me your story and even like your stories of encouragement, like, you know. So many of you have had multiple miscarriages and then your miracle baby. Just hearing that helps, I think, all of us keep going because it's an emotional ride, as everybody knows. And the doctors know if you stick with it long enough and you're open to whether it's your egg, your sperm, your whatever, you will have a healthy child. But, you know, it's can you hang in there with the emotions? So anyhow, I am excited. I'm happy to know. People ask me, like, I hung out with, shout out to my friend Liz Cully, who has an awesome podcast, Cool, 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 that you should check out. She, we, we hung out over the weekend, and she said to me, God, these other IVF doctors did never check your hormone level. Do you know, do you know, um, I went to two doctors. Um, they did run, what well, the first one I should say, ran my AMH and FSH when I first met with him a year ago, but never told me what those numbers meant. And a year ago when I did my FSH and my AMH, the AMH was 1.61. So my doctor did say to me, now is the time, like you should, um, this is it. Like if you're going to try IVF, like you're at that borderline of 41, 42, you should give it a go. But the first IVF doctor I went to, they never even explained to me that, oh, like, hey, for a 41-year-old, your AMH is great. Never said a peep. Did a round of fucking IUI, which never works. IUI is like a 5% chance of working. It works on so few women. I, there is $4,000 gone. Okay, rant over. Let's move on. Um, well, let me thank two amazing sponsors. Guys, like I said, I always try to pick sponsors that will help you in your life, people that I know and I work with. I want to welcome to the podcast, TheSeedScout.com. The Seed Scout is a premier sperm bank. You are getting high quality sperm. And what that means is an ethicalness. You are, is that a word? Anyway, you are getting a very ethical sperm bank. Um, TheSeedScout.com right now, if you are having male infertility in your relationship or you're a single woman, you want to have a baby on your own like Lala Kent from Vanderpump Rules is doing, she's already selected her sperm donor, then you need to go to TheSeedScout.com. They work nationwide. Whether you're listening to me in Topeka, Kansas or Washington, D.C. or Modesto, California, SeedScout ships Fabulous sperm across the country. Their donors only donate three times. You know exactly where your sperm donation is going, where how many times these men have donated, because as the founder, Danielle, will tell you, what I love about their clinic is they are so open, accessible, um, but the sperm side of it is crazy too, where in the past, and there is no regulation, it's still happening. Lots of times um, young men are donating sperm, 
that sperm is sold and reused dozens and dozens of times and men are ending up with hundreds of children. You will not be in that situation when you go to the seedscout.com website and you find out and do a consultation for more information. $100 off. Uh, the consultation is free, by the way. $100 off, though, when you use their services, when you purchase sperm from the seedscout.com. So if you know a lesbian couple, single, or you're a heterosexual couple and struggling with sperm infertility, hey, it's happening more and more. Definitely give Danielle a call at theseedscout.com. Also going to thank Horizon Fibroids. Y'all know my man, Dr. Neem. Just got a comment this week from a woman who used Dr. Neem for her fibroids in Maryland. If you're in the DMV area and you suffer for fibroids, she said they were bad for years and she'd been recommended to have a hysterectomy until she saw Dr. Will Neem, who did a uterine fibroid embolization. Whew, there's another thing. Get a second opinion, guys. Get a third opinion. Make sure the health diagnosis you are getting from your doctors, they're humans, they make mistakes. Science is a science. It's not fact. You need to get a second opinion. So go to horizonfibroids.com. Tell Dr. Will Neem the Sarah Fraser Show podcast sent you and get a second opinion about your fibroids. They can cause long periods, heavy periods, and infertility issues. Go to horizonfibroids.com. The Grammys aired on Sunday night. Who watched the Grammys? It is a tsunami here in Los Angeles. We are getting flooding. We are getting rain. I was watching the Grammys. Loved. Man, uh, huge heavy hitters, by the way. Oprah Winfrey. Now, Oprah's everywhere now. She's a, like, she loves every red carpet. I can't believe she didn't come out in like an Ozempic-themed dress at this point. Like, I would have just rocked that. Uh, Lady O loves an appearance now. Um, and, I, you know, I, I love my Oprah, so I'll forever defend my, my Oprah Winfrey. Um, so... Miss Winfrey, um, she it was there. Every artist under the sun was there. These were my three biggest moments. First of all, I, it was the 66th annual. Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs performing Fast Car. I loved it. I love, I love that song. I'm a huge Tracy Chapman fan. She's a dream interview of mine on this here damn podcast. If you're like, why? You know what I love about Tracy Chapman? She's not thirsty. I'm thirsty so I mean it's like I mean this is I know this is really just you know pot calling the kettle black but you know I I, I'm so tired of these people that are so thirsty online do you know Tracy Chapman has not toured since 2009 she doesn't do interviews she doesn't want press and she's arguably one of the greatest songwriters of all time in the 90s in the early aughts she's a queen came out and performed I mean, just that solo guitar, you know, you like she just is fantastic. She was there with Luke Combs. There was a lot of rumor that that was going to happen, and it did. Um, I also love my Tracy, too. You know, she dated Alice Walker, who's the author of The Color Purple. Fantastic book, and we all know the movie. Um, so she that, that movie, I, I got chills listening to them. I love like a great, I love a great crossover. You know, country to to folk to I, I love it. I love it. Um, and then the other big moment was Celine Dion coming out. Stiff person syndrome is something that she has. You know, we've been told by her family, her friends, she's never going to perform again. There she was. Um, it's a neurological disorder that causes your um, hands, your limbs to basically be rigid and then spasm. So like. She never can probably really stand for a long period of time and do her music. But she came out, delivered album of the year to Taylor Swift. Tell you what, that Taylor. She is good. 
She just got Taylor Swift. I got to say, I, I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan. And then, you know, she, I, I, I just felt compelled. I had that miscarriage this summer and she was such a pop culture moment of the, of the moment. And I went to her concert and I was like, oh, I get it. It's like, it's, I have to imagine it's what Michael Jackson had. It's what Whitney Houston had. It's just a once in a lifetime. They're, tu- they're completely divine touched. They just have this magneticism to them. And I appreciate her more. I liked at the Grammys too, how she like stood up. She really does go to the beat of her own drum. And I think that's great. And didn't everybody else look in the audience? They all look like they hate her, don't they? I mean, they all just look like we'll never be as famous as you. The only person that looked like he wished her well when she won an award was Ed Sheeran. That was it. The rest, they panned to it and they were like obligatory clapping. They didn't look like, mm-mm. It didn't look like, no. No, they didn't look like they were fans. But she's unbelievable. One album of the year. That was the other big moment, right? was the Jay-Z moment. So to me, I didn't think this was it. I mean, you know, poor Beyonce, right? I mean, this poor woman, Kanye did this to her and now Jay-Z. And I mean, when they panned to her, when he trashed the other artists, when he goes, some of you belong here, some of you shouldn't be here, you shouldn't be in these categories. (laughs) This poor woman, she must have PTSD going to this award show. Like, uh, what's going to happen tonight about me? It wasn't it for me. I I don't care. People don't want to hear billionaires brag. They don't. Um, this was like a mixed review and I've heard for many years that the Grammys are rigged from artists like Drake and Morgan Wallen's team. When they saw it, they were like, yeah, he's not nominated for like his album of the year. And he had one of the biggest album sales of 2023. So it does seem like it is skewed, you know, but I mean, Beyonce has won the most Grammys of anyone of all time. I mean, are we really holding on? Is the album of the year that one that big? And I kind of felt like, did anyone else feel like that was a little shot at Taylor Swift? I mean, apparently, you know, Taylor and Beyonce have kind of had this united front this summer because they had the two biggest tours of all time supporting each other. But then it kind of felt like that was like a bit of a dig and poor Blue Ivy. I mean, Blue Ivy looked mortified. I don't know. I just, it wasn't it for me. I mean, we haven't heard that man speak in three years. I really, and he's like hugely, you know, he's so influential. In music and beyond. And that was all he could say. It just, the speech wasn't particularly good. It came off as whiny and not making a a great argument. Um, And then he goes, oh, well, when I get nervous, I tell the truth. And it's like, dude, really? I mean, I know everyone gets nervous, but you just seem so ill-prepared for somebody that apparently has it all together. So... I don't know. Maybe maybe you guys can shed more light on why she what your theory is as to why she has never been nominated for album of the year. But um she's because she's won the most and I guess that was his point, right? I just didn't think the delivery was that terrific. I did love how Blue Ivy was dressed though. I do have to say I think they do a good job of I always like that she's dressed age appropriately and you know, she just seems, she seems like a good kid. I loved that when people were criticizing her this summer about her dance skills, she took it as serious feedback and got better by the end of the tour. I think that's, it's a pretty mature kid. So there it was. If you watch the Grammys, those for me were the three biggest highlights. Um, lastly, Britney Spears book, The Woman in Me. Now, if you had told me a year ago that I would have read this book and enjoyed it, I, I would have, <laughs> I don't know. I would have said, oh, fuck off. I love this book. 
Now, I'm going to actually have Glamorous Trash is a podcast you all should check out. I am going to have Glamorous Trash, Chelsea, who's the host. We're going to do a podcast swap because all she does is review pop culture memoirs. And I have a lot of questions about this. If you read this book, did you leave with a lot of questions and thoughts with Britney Spears? First and foremost, to me, the moment that Britney lost it was when her relationship with Justin Timberlake ended at 19, okay, or 20. What you find out in this book, well, this is this is where I have questions because from if you if you believe this book word for word, you kind of get from Brittany that she is a small town southern polite girl who never really wanted to be famous. She would have been just as happy, I think, at 19. She obviously got pregnant with Justin Timberlake. Had an abortion which she regrets. Um I and, and then shortly after he dumped her, right? To me, that was the beginning of the end. That was the beginning of her mental health issues. That was the beginning of the end. The love of her life, hands down, is Justin Timberlake. There is nobody else. I think I walked away with that from this book. And then, you know, I think the hard part about this book is you're you're lost because you're like, okay, every, every major milestone in her life, right? The shaving the head, the driving with her son, in her Mini Cooper on her lap down the highway or down the roads of Los Angeles. She seems to have this, like, great explanation for it. You know, she had severe postpartum depression. She was being chased by the paparazzi. She just wanted to get away. She put her son on her lap, was just going to drive down the street. He was safe the whole time, okay? Um, So you're like, all right, well, postpartum, if you've ever had a child, those postpartum blues are real. So, yeah. And she had two kids back-to-back. And then the shaving of the head, you know, she was under a lot of pressure. Her family was treating her poorly. She couldn't really do anything. So she, as kind of this wild expression, she was having a fun night with her cousin. She shaves her head. All right. It just, the problem I have with this book is everything in it seems to make sense, right? If you just like take it for word value. And I do believe, and I, I do believe that her dad used, and parents, I think, used her 100% for money. I think they, you know, and I do have to change my tune on that because I was very much like Free Britney is, they're fucking crazy for trying to free her. Like she, I think Jamie Spears helped her. Now, reading this, I do think that he, yeah, wanted to keep her a money cash cow, you know, he seems like he's a mess now. He's lost his leg to some health issue. And they really abused her and used her. And it seems like they kind of had favorites in the family. And Jamie Lynn is the favorite. Jamie Lynn seems like just a biatch. Um, so I, I do think a lot of that is true. I just have a hard time with this book because she makes it all make sense. But if, in fact, she just wants to be this small-town girl and is sweet and – you know, would be fine not being famous. Uh, well, she, you know, and she says she wanted to be famous, but then all the things that came along with fame have just ruined her life, right? So it's kind of like you can't have one without the other. So then why don't you delete your social media and move to a small town, move away, move to Aspen, Colorado and have a quiet life if if everything that fame has brought you is so torturous. But of course, that's always Kevin Federline and her son's arguments is she loves the attention. She will never stop d- dancing nude and all that she loves like getting the feedback. So uh, it look, where was Larry Rudolph in this book? Who I've met by the way. 
Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for Her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. You know, Ty Mel and I from Sarah Ty and Mel on DC's 1073 interviewed Britney Spears at the Billboard Music Awards in Las Vegas back in like 2014, 2015. Larry Rudolph stood there the entire time overhearing, over listening to the interview. I mean, how is Larry like hardly mentioned? I, I just have a thousand. Apparently, there were three ghostwriters for this book. So that's why the book seems like it's almost written in a couple different tones. Um, so three different ghostwriters. First one, you know, you got to assume fired. Second one fired. Third one brought in, finished it. I, I mean, I, I learned a lot about her. I really did. A lot about her family. I mean, her family history is so dark. Of her grandmother and the mental illness and her grandmother losing a child. I mean, it really gave, I think, good context. And just how little they knew about the industry. You know, they had no idea she was going to be so huge. And then when she was, they had no clue how to run a business, how to, you know, monitor her fame and her exposure and her sexuality. You know, like she said, she's been dancing in front of these men sexually since she was like 15, you know, and I mean, you're right. Where are your parents? That's what I'm saying. That's what I think is great about Blue Ivy and Jay-Z and Beyonce. Like, they're in the business. They do know the downsides of it. Um, I thought, you know, her just talking about the different music and, you know, the awareness she had about the Free Britney movement and how 
you know, you would do anything for your children, how she said yes to this conservatorship. And then, you know, Jamie Spears putting her back in rehab. I mean, it really, it was good. And it's a quick read. The chapters are short, which does make me sound like an idiot that that was like a pro, but that was a pro of mine. Uh, I loved how fast it was. And I just, I thought, oh, it really clicked for me about her love for Justin Timberlake and how much she loved those early years of the music and then how much of a slog it got towards the end and how much she disliked it. And I, I don't think I realized, too, how much dislike for Kevin Federline she had post-divorce. And I, I did not realize either how from the very beginning, because they obviously did that reality show Chaotic together, which she skips over a lot of these things, right? We don't get into Chaotic, why she agreed to do that, if she liked how she was, you know, portrayed. But she essentially says from the start that Kevin really used her. They, they got together and for a very brief period of time it was real love and then he was in the studio smoking weed with guys and like she was shut out of the studio. I mean, it really is like wild to think of how huge she was and then how much people in the industry like shoot her away and gave her zero respect. I believe I believe a lot of it. I believe that for sure. I just have a hard time believing, I don't know. I feel as though like if your son's, if that's all you want, like I would just delete social media. I would move to Hawaii to be near them and just try to my, repair my relationship. But obviously – you know, thing, there's a lot more to it than that. So I can't wait to have Chelsea on and really break down this book and um, what she thought of it and unanswered questions because I do have a million. But I would like to know Larry Rudolph's story, the agent that she dated. I mean, the fact that she spoke so highly in this book of that crazy paparazzi guy that she, remember that she dated that was such a weirdo and was married and she didn't find out he was married for months and she was all over LA with him. I, I mean, I get a thousand questions that were not answered in this book, but it was very good. It helped me realize so much more. And, you know, I, I don't think I'd wish that type of fame on anyone, especially that young and without any guidance. Oh, gosh. Anyhow, all right. Um, a lot on the Sarah Fraser show this week. Yesterday, Farts in a Jar Girl, epic. Stephanie Motto from 90 Day Fiance, incredible, was on. And she rose to fame with Farts in a Jar. She's got a new memoir out because she made it sound like online that she sold thousands and thousands of dollars of Farts in a Jar. But was that really the truth? Um, she's a marketing genius, though. She, so she does talk about that. Really fascinating interview. Um, also out today, my friend Leah Henry, radio star from Washington, D.C., and now in Columbus, Ohio, joins me on the pod today because tonight is the season finale of Thousand Pound Sisters. So we make our predictions. Why has Thousand Pound Sisters been lackluster this season is it are they trying to protect amy from losing her kids we have a lot of theories so uh be sure to check that podcast out guys podcast episodes drop on sarah fraser show every single day thank you for subscribing love y'all see you tomorrow bye bye everybody